Surin Aloyan, today's guest, is a social entrepreneur based in Armenia who has developed an edtech platform that helps teachers create online courses that appeal to various different learning styles, making them more effective. He also shares insights about his superpower, belief in his mission. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show. Surin, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation all the way from Armenia. This is exciting stuff. So thank you for taking the time in the middle of the night. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, well, the, the pleasure really is ours. And we're excited to learn more about your ed tech company, uh, Pop-Up Education. So, so tell us about it. What is it? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for this opportunity. First, I'd like to apologize from our listeners. I'm not a native English speaker. So, uh, but before I'll jump into the pop-up school, let me give you a little bit background of uh, how we came to here. So it's been 13 years that my team and I, we are in the ad tech business. We, well, I'm one of the, those crazy ones who have spent five and a half years to meet with 35,000 teachers in person and build a uh, internationally award uh, and internationally recognized uh, company called Dasaran, uh, which was uh, recognized by in 2016 by UNDP, one of the five best innovative enterprises. So, um, you know, within all this last 13 years building education and trying to make the system better, we came across to uh, one problem where teachers do not have enough time for a personalized approach to every student. But in order to have everything clear, I'll explain it a little bit from the parent's perspective, if you allow. So uh, once kids reach the school age, first thing parents want uh, from the school is that it will provide a quality and good education for their kids. And every parent do understand that education is the most important. Uh, but as kids start the school, parents grow a certain attitude to, uh, to the process of education. They want to take their kid to the school in the morning and pick up in the evening clean, safe, and educated and bring them home and you know, continue with their daily routine. Uh, and, and then this is how they are a little bit under, uh, anticipating from schooling, what they are anticipating from schooling. But um, the problem starts once the parent get the first call from the school and get involved, uh, get invited to talk uh, about a certain difficulties their kids are facing out of certain subject. Uh, and this is where the real nightmare starts for the parents. Now parents uh, come back home and they have generally two options. Uh, the first option is always to sit down every evening with their kids and help them with their homework. But this is relevant and doable mainly in the elementary school. Uh, after the fifth grade, it's much not about much about the time and uh, energy, but capacity. Most of the parents are lack tutoring their kids. They cannot do it just. So it comes the second option. The second option is always hiring a tutor. Uh, I, because of my experience and meeting with uh, more than you know, 30,000 teachers, I divide them into parts. The first type of a teacher, they're always trying to uh, diagnose the academic knowledge of the student 
and then find the gaps and help the student in those gaps. The second type, the more experienced type of uh, educators, they are trying first to understand the individuality of this particular student, understand their uh, learning styles, and then shape uh, the lesson under the need and under the capacity of this particular student. Uh, so all this was very interesting, but teachers were doing this intuitively. So my team and I, we decided to go deep into the science and understand how this is happening. So uh, science proved that each of us, we have uh, learning styles, and generally those are four learning styles. It's a visual, audio, reading, writing, and kinesthetic. Uh, we all, as we have an individual fingerprint, we also do have an individual learning styles, but one out of these four is always dominant. So now uh, let's take a student, for example, whose uh, dominant learning style will be by 62% visual, 10% audio, let's say 18% reading, writing, and 12% kinesthetic. And if the teacher runs the lesson based fully on audio teaching, then the student is doomed to learn specific, uh, this specific lesson by maximum 10%. And yeah. uh, so now imagine what if we can find a way to diagnose the student's learning style and then diagnose the teacher's teaching style and match them each other and give the student possibility at least to increase the effectiveness of learning by 30%. Yeah. So this is where pop-up school comes. And this is what we were in the last 13 to 14 months working with our researchers, educators, and the entire team to come up with this solution. And finally, we came. So uh, we launched pop-up school uh, personalized e-learning platform in December. Uh, it's only in United States market so far. The good news is that teachers are uh, very much with us and we already have 300 uh, committed teachers, approximately 30 lessons already built in there. And the good part is that it's really working. Students are taking the lesson. They do not even understand. When, when they come to the pop-up, first it diagnoses their learning style with a gamification. Mm. And then it says, there you go. Now I know your learning style, and I can find the best lessons tailored to yourself. And then students take the lesson and do not even understand why it goes so smooth and easy. Because yeah, it yeah. is tailored under their uh, learning styles. So this is about the pop-up school a little bit and our unique delightness. So th th it's, this is exciting stuff. So as the teachers go onto your platform and uh, create lessons there, mm -hmm. how do they, are they getting help from you to from pop-up school, from the, the tool to, to help them actually deliver uh, the content in a particular way to deliver it to different students? Or are they doing several versions of the same course with different mm -hmm. tools? How does that work? So that's a very good question. First of all, uh, 
you know, in today's new normal, there is something that we all need to understand, including our teachers. Uh, in this world now, we need to know, we need to have skills to do also online lessons. So we were working really hard to create an online uh, assistant, and we called him Professor Lumen. And Professor Lumen is there to support teachers and educate teachers from becoming from a classroom teacher to becoming an online teacher as well. So when they come to pop-up school, there is a very unique lesson builder made up by our team, developed by our team. And teachers just go ahead and use uh, how to add the video. But when they want to add the video, the Professor Lumen comes and assists saying like, okay, if you have chosen the, for example, Vince type of a learner, and we have created four different personas representing each persona is representing hundreds of thousands of students there, like Vince is a visual learner. And then, mm -hmm. uh, so when you come and you choose the Vince as a learner, First, it tells you how Wins is learning best, giving you hints and ideas, what kind of learner is Wins. And then when you start, for example, uploading your video or uh, uploading a text or uh, a picture, our algorithm is trying to identify what have you used inside? Are there any diagrams? Are there experience, experiments in there and everything? diagnosing your materials, trying to identify for which type of learner this material with this lesson will be the best match. And then at the end, the teacher, after creating the uh, introduction, the warm-up, you know, we have also tried to bring it closer maximum to the classroom uh, lesson type. So after they uh, add up entire lesson, at the end, the platform will say, okay, now, dear teacher, I identified that this is recommended for kinesthetic learner. Okay. So this is how it works, right? That's great. Now, uh, the the model you've developed is one where the teachers will share in the revenue. So, you, so the teachers can use it for free to create mm -hmm. lessons. They share with students, their own and others, I guess, right? And, mm -hmm. and then they share in the revenue where the, when the students pay for access to the courses. Is that right? Exactly. So uh, I'll also give you a little bit history why this is like this. Uh, you know, my personal belief is that everything starts from the education. And the education is the core and stone on everything. And teachers are the ones who are standing inside in the between of this all. And, you know, uh, in, in United States, we have out of the population, 332 million population, we have only 1% teachers. And this 1% is responsible for entire civilization. But we're not no doing, <laughs> but we are not doing enough for the teachers. And especially during this COVID period, they were not enough recognized. And, you know, uh, they were trying 24-7, but not really being uh, recognized. So we thought that this will be another great opportunity to create an, a platform uh, which will give the students, uh, the teachers, 
a possibility to make constant income. Uh, so this is how the business model works. When a student comes to our platform, they, they pay $34.99 for a monthly membership fee, and they have an unlimited access to the lesson bank. And then when they choose a particular lesson, the 50% revenue sharing will go to this particular teacher who has made this particular lesson. So it turns that if a teacher comes and build one good quality and exemplary lesson, then it could be monetized thousands of times. So vice versa in school, you do the same thing thousand times and be paid one time. Here we have the vice versa option. You do one time good thing and you're being paid multiple times. Yeah, well, that, that, that is a great, a great model. Um, these are early days uh, for the platform, but uh, give us a sense of, of where you hope this will go over the next few years. Uh, you know, coming to this place, uh, coming to uh, pop up for, you know, more than a decade and doing all these researches, uh, meeting with all thousands of teacher, teachers, students, and parents, and identifying this particular problem. I know that within five to 10 years, Pop-Up is going to be one of the most popular educational platforms. And because we are focused on student, we're not focused on numbers, we're student on how much we can bring effectiveness to students. And due to our research, why we came at this moment, we have 30%, but we can definitely increase this. But 30% is huge already for the student. So we know that uh, giving an opportunity in the market for parents, instead of you know, paying a lot to tutors, though it's also very effective, but it's you know, very expensive. Uh, and I know that the minimum price starts from $50 to it can go to $250 per hour but we provided $34.99 for an unlimited access per month. So uh, we are targeting to be a unicorn in five years and bring to 100,000 students an impact uh, of having a better learning opportunity. And we believe that this will revolutionize the uh, approach in the education system. Yeah. The, there are... Um, many children around the United States and certainly around the world who don't have access to the internet and to computers. Uh, have you thought about how you might reach those that are arguably most in need of the kind of help you're offering? Well, um, we do have the same kind of problem also in Armenia where my initial platform was launched. Uh, and the only way we were supporting, because, you know, uh, it's everywhere like that. The only way we were supporting uh, every year, providing several gadgets, helping the students, helping the schools, giving them computers, laptops, um, supporting them. This is probably the only way and the best way we can support them. But, uh, but this is also about the government, because every child have a constitutional right to have an access to education. And this is also about the government because in this today's new normal, 
you know, when everything is under lockdown, students, uh, especially the ones which are more in need, they need to be supported by government as well. Yeah, great point. Uh, Surin, as you reflect on your career, uh, you've already accomplished a lot. Uh, you're doing, you've got this amazing new project you're launching. And uh, I, I wonder what you identify as being your superpower. Hmm. Well, um, first of all, belief. Because I believe in the mission, I know it's there, and I know it's only about a matter of time to bring this uh, new revolutionizing approach to education. Second one is, uh, you know, there is a nice saying. Uh, it says, success is the ability to go through one failure to another without losing enthusiasm. Of course, it's not mine. Uh, <laughs> it's Winston Churchill's. But that's how it is, actually. Uh, you know, you, when you believe in something the way I believe, then you start seeing the life from your own pipeline, from your own objects. And then uh, whatever you try really hard, whatever you believe in, it becomes reality. So that's how it was working. When I was starting in 2009, my other platform, Dasaran, no one was seeing and believing where it's going to be. And today it is the largest and one of the five best innovative enterprises in the world. So probably if that could be called a superpower is believe in, in the mission. Yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, as you think about that that superpower, can you identify a an anecdote, a, a story where you can uh, kind of use an example of how you used that superpower to accomplish something important? Uh, can you paraphrase this? Paraphrase? Uh, I didn't understand the yeah. question. C can you illustrate your superpower mm -hmm. with a story? Oh, uh, well, my entire life is illustration of my own, sto own story. <laughs> um, okay, probably the best way will be to illustrate when I was starting my first platform, Dasaran, which in translation means classroom in Armenia, out of 35,000 teachers, only 5% have ever used computers in their life. Uh, after five and a half years, after I met with every one of them personally, the number has gone from 5% to 83%. So probably this will be the most illustration in numbers of the superpower yeah. when you believe. And the most important one is out of 35,000 teachers, 41% are over 50 years old. So yeah, it was yeah. harder, but it was cool, <laughs> yeah. you know, because when yeah, right. I remember when I was meeting with them and I was saying, okay, now um, we need to put mouse on my computer. They were taking mouse and physically putting it on my computer. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the path that we have gone through, but yeah. that was a very good and successful one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you think about that, uh, that's a, a great way to illustrate the point. Uh, as you 
think about it. How would you coach people to develop this superpower, this belief that can drive you? How would you coach them to develop that skill? Uh, well, I can just share my example. Uh, whenever I I'm losing, I'm, I'm, whenever I'm having a failure, let's say, and I uh, lose the belief, for example, in myself, I just go outside and I start walking and then I see cars, I don't know, planes flying or airplanes flying and then mobile phones and everything around me. And I always say, who created this? Another person like me. So how can one create a huge tone of metal going in the air and flying and I cannot build something my own self? So this all gives me an opportunity to think that uh, it's all about how soon you are ready to you know, uh, give up. But if you, if you don't give up, then definitely you'll succeed. Yeah, oh, uh, I hear you. Well, that's fantastic insights, uh, Suran, and I'm grateful that you would take the time to share your story with us today. I'm excited about pop-up school and what that can be and bring. Um, before you go, would you just take a minute and tell people how they can learn more, how they can connect with you, how they can test the system, et cetera, et cetera? Absolutely. So first of all, uh, that I will be delighted to invite uh, teachers in the United States to visit uh, www.popupschool.com and to watch the video talking about the mission and learning styles, how can change the system of education. And if you are interested in, please do not hesitate to find myself, Serena Loyan on LinkedIn, to find the official pages of popupschool.com on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, send us uh, an information and become a partner of Popup School. I believe uh, we have now approximately 320 teachers, but uh, this number is raising day by day. So hopefully we will have much more teachers from the United States willing to join Pop-Up School and become our partners and make constant income and bring impact to the students. Oh, fantastic. Well, Sordan, uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I congratulate you on your past successes and uh, wish you success with Pop-Up School. Thank you so much for this opportunity and for having me. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book. Superpowers for Good as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.